1: Abraham
2: Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I'm such a big fan of you, Luke. Thanks, Peyton. Do you mind? I was talking to Luke Combs. Yeah. So what did you do to prepare for tonight? I walked around Nashville trying to find a cowboy hat to fit your head. <laughs> Very nice. That can't be done, actually. I don't prepare. I'm just a wing it kind of host. Trust me, that's clear. So what you're saying is
1: (laughs) this is my worst nightmare. But it's actually okay because I do a show with my brother Eli. I am used to this lack of professionalism.
0: That's Peyton Manning and country star Luke Bryan hosting the CMAs last night, which is, uh, I know there's a gazillion country music shows, but this is the one that matters to them.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I I would like to think I have a pretty good appreciation for what's funny, and Peyton Manning may be better at funny than he was at hurling footballs around the field.
0: He's got the timing and the delivery. I mean, he's he he gets he gets the whole funny thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, he
0: does. I like he's, the way he's fully embraced dad bod too. I don't know if you've seen him much, but he is he is not uncomfortable with being. And the way he stands just lets the dad belly kind of hang out, and just <laughs> he doesn't care.
2: <laughs> Good for him. Love it.
0: Um, not as funny. We mentioned this yesterday. Yesterday, Vladimir Putin bracing Russia for all-out war by preparing school children for the front line. So, like your last two years of high school, you have to take bayonet drills and stuff like that. That was yesterday. The headline today: the relaxing child labor laws in Russia for some reason. Oh so don't know what that's all about
2: boy that's grimish
0: is that so you can put the kids in the mines and send the miners to the front or
2: i'll bet that's uh, yeah roughly yeah put the kids in the factories, factories. Yeah. farms whatever yeah all right
0: so some good news here i mean it is good news and i felt like we ought to mention it because if it was bad news we certainly would have mentioned it inflation's a little better the inflation numbers for october came out 7.7 percent. that's still horrible Based on my adult lifetime. But it's not as bad as the 8.2 last month or the 9 point something back in the summer.
2: Um, so 7.7 now. So we're talking year over year yeah. for uh, yeah. October? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I mean, that's still a hell of a number, but yeah, at least it's it's calming down.
0: You know, and the question is is it a little dip and then it goes back up again, or is this the begin? Did it peak and we're on the downside? Uh, we all hope that. And I think it's all thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Hilarious, which, which is a joke. But- uh, you know what? Uh, what's uh, worth reminding people though is that though this does seem like at least preliminarily good news, uh, it's like the opposite of compound interest. Which, if you know, you had a good school and a good family or whatever, you already know that seven uh, percent uh, return on a hundred dollars next uh, year, it's seven percent on a hundred and seven dollars, then it's seven percent on a hundred and fifteen dollars or whatever it is. Well, inflation's the opposite. Yeah. It's oh, inflating rough. what was already inflated and then inflating that.
0: Yeah. God, I hate to even think I haven't done. Has anybody done those calculations? Have you done those calculations on your uh, you know, 401k or anything like that? Because like, I've seen my 401k, my kids' college fund, stuff like that, where they are now versus a year ago because the stock market has plunged. But mm. I haven't factored in what those dollars are worth compared to two years ago, which is another yeah. chunk.
2: I think that's that would be giving yourself needless uh, pains. Going out of my way to be miserable? Yeah, because uh, those numbers are going to be so volatile just based on the market.
0: Anyway, because of the good ish inflammation, inflammation, inflation numbers, yeah, uh, the, similar. the Dow is up 1,000 points. Whoa. Tech stocks have been at the center of the rise today, so NASDAQ is going to have the biggest day. In a couple of years, I don't know if you followed. Bye, bye. Yeah, I mentioned earlier in the show, the millionaires and billionaires are made during dips and may, buy ha- the dip. may have missed yes. it. May have
2: missed it. <laughs> may have missed the bottom of the dip. Well, you always do, though. That's why you don't try to time the market.
0: Well, I was going to try to time the market.
2: <laughs> Good luck.
0: <laughs> and uh, I was going to invest today, and it's too late already. But. Uh, Tech stocks have really rallied, but it reminded me, I saw a bunch of headlines yesterday. I didn't dig in it, into it, did you? Cryptocurrencies were declared dead in a number of different financial publications yesterday.
2: So, saw that headline, yeah. I didn't actually dig into it, because I don't have any, um, and I was busy. But uh, So yeah, yeah, dark days for crypto. Well,
0: I, I'm not in crypto, so I didn't... But is it is it that bad for the whole crypto thing that you maybe... I think a number of people still think it's the future, similar to electric cars and a whole bunch of other things. It might be the future, but we ain't there yet. Is crypto yeah. dead? If you know anything about it, text line 415-295-KFTC. There and, of course, crypto is a broad term that can include some really solid cryptocurrencies that have done pretty well and still are doing okay. And ones that, you know, were okay for a cup of coffee and probably were a bad idea to invest in all along. Your,
2: your doge coins, et cetera. Yeah, I'm trying to... I invested in one called Flummox,
0: and it just tanked.
2: Hmm, mm, that was a bad idea. You'd have been better off buying some magic beans.
0: I was a billionaire for an afternoon, and then I'm, now I'm poor.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, the way the,
0: That's the way the cryptos work.
2: So coming up, I want to share with you uh, an article called How to Make a Trans Kid. It deals with the pronouns thing. You've thought, well, what's the harm in saying I use he, him, or... Whatever, my woke boss or my director of equity says that's polite these days. These days, So why don't I go ahead and do it? Uh, we'll explain how that's insidious. That's interesting. I wonder oh, if this yeah. is
0: going to be a growing
2: conversation. Oh, guaranteed. Absolutely guaranteed. I'm just concerned that it will so indoctrinate the young and the impressionable that uh, it's a very long time before we get back to sanity.
1: Oh, boy.
0: We got all that coming up.
1: piano plays softly
0: got a question for you all about the election and why it went that way coming up uh, next segment, probably get to it, because I still don't understand why it went the way it went. And I don't know that we'll ever know as I'm learning more and embracing more the idea that the whole politics thing is way more art than science. They pretend it's a science and they give us poll numbers and act like it's predictable and always understandable and... It's kind of like they do with the stock market. They always claim they know why something went up and went down, but
2: they don't. Mm-hmm. I was going to say it reminds me of uh, one of the great uh, movie executives of yesteryear once said, nobody knows nothing Yeah, about what's going to be a hit and what's not and that sort of thing. Uh, so Colin writes, uh, a guy who writes on this type of thing, and uh, he wrote an article entitled How to Make a Trans Kid. Uh, that I found very, very interesting on a couple of different levels, including the pronoun thing, which we'll get to in a minute. But he starts out with, most people understand the terms man and boy refer to adult and adolescent human males, respectively, and that woman and girl refer to adult and adolescent human females, respectively. These are not identities, but terms that describe objective facts about one's age and biological sex. Gender ideology, conversely, is a belief system asserting that what makes someone a woman or a girl, a man or a boy, has nothing whatsoever to do with their sex, but is based entirely on the social roles and stereotypes with which they quote-unquote identify. Therefore, a person who identifies with feminine roles and stereotypes as a girl or a woman, and a person who identifies with masculine roles and stereotypes as a boy or man, regardless of their biological sex— According to Gender Ideology, people who do not identify with the social roles and stereotypes typically associated with their sex are considered transgender. That's Gender Ideology 101. If it comes across as completely insane, that's because it is. Gender ideology is therefore proven to be a hard sell for many adults who rightfully view such ideas as regressive and sexist. After all, this worldview entails that a woman who does not fully embrace femininity is probably not actually a woman, and a man who does not embrace masculinity is not actually a man. If this sounds similar to the regressive and oppressive systems that women's and other human rights groups fought for decades to overcome, well, that's because it is. But it's actually much worse, since it also promotes the idea that a mismatch between one's sex and gender. Identity can be medically corrected with hormones and surgeries.
0: Well, even if that's true, that last part, um, how what's the percentage of uh, effeminate dudes and and masculine women who aren't that? And how do you determine that? And I mean, it's got to be a really tough situation now to be a you know, um, a uh, uh, you know, a tomboy muscular boyish girl. But you think mm-hmm. no, I'm 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 a, I'm a girl. I don't think I'm not a girl.
2: Right. Right. But you're getting all sorts of pressure. And and flip the coin to depart from this uh, fabulous article for a second. If, if at any point in our history, it was suggested that especially effeminate guys should probably be forced to undergo surgeries oh because they're clearly God. a woman. You're right. What an abhorrent idea. Good oh, God. Talk about you to be given the label monster and correctly. Right, or if an especially butch woman probably ought to be jabbed full of uh, male hormones, because you might as well. I mean, what a horrible idea. I mean, the eugenics lunatics of the early 20th century would blanch at that. Anyway, that's what's being suggested. But getting back to the text, since adults typically make difficult converts, any religious proselytizer will tell you gender activists are increasingly turning their focus to children. And one of the most common ways they go about indoctrinating youngsters into gender ideology is through normalizing the inclusive practice of sharing pronouns. Being asked, what are your pronouns, is often the first encounter a child will have with gender ideology. Oh, boy. And it is therefore a common first step in creating so-called trans kids. This is effective because asking a child about their pronouns mentally separates the terms he and him, which refer to men and boys and she her from one's biological sex and instead roots it in gender identity. Sure. This question causes a child to think hard about their own gender identity, a novel concept to them, which will inevitably be based on masculine and feminine stereotypes. They associate with males and females, respectively, or that they're fed. The gender-bred person is a common educational tool for teaching children about gender identity these days, which it defines confusingly as how you in your head experience and define your gender based on how much you align or don't align with what you understand the options for gender to be. Hell, I'm pretty good at English, and I didn't follow that entirely. And in the case Reliance on Sex-Based Stereotypes Wasn't Explicit Enough, it depicts gender identity below the illustration as degrees of womanness and manness, and lists personality traits, jobs, hobbies, likes, dislikes, roles, and expectations as its components. So if you have typically, you know, more dudes than gals personality traits or jobs or hobbies or likes, dislikes or roles or expectations, you're clearly uh, transgender.
0: I wonder what percentage of people are on board with this stuff, like at a a typical public school that has gone fully this direction, because I'm sure there's a feeling that if I say, I don't think this is a very good idea, you're going to lose your job or be ostracized at the very least.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a pretty damn good chance of it. So those of us who can say no to this madness, we need to. Do you uh, he think? Goes on.
0: Yeah. Do you think we'll be f- in five years, or I'll go further out, ten years? In ten years, will be be further down this road, or will this have been a weird blip in history?
2: Further, that's what I think too. Because they've got the kids. That's what I think too. They've got the kids in the public schools and a lot of like elite private schools too. And I are think teaching this madness.
0: So I was just mentioning, like in schools. When's the well? It's already I was going to say, when's the tipping point for the rest of society? But we're already kind of there because you challenge it much. You're in real danger with the risk in your career.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scary. So another common avenue for child indoctrination in a gender ideology is through popular children's books like I am jazz. Uh, a young boy who's described in the book as being different from other kids because she had a girl's brain in a boy's body. Other more recent books, such as Call Me Max and Jack, Not Jackie, touch on similar themes. Uh, Many parents have reported that their young children expressed confusion about their gender identity after being introduced to these books. When introduced to these concepts, whether through books or probing questions about their pronouns, gender nonconforming children, who are more likely to grow up to be gay and lesbian adults, as well as kids who don't view themselves as paragons of masculinity or femininity, will then come to believe they're trans or non-binary, or they'll be extremely confused. This confusion can cause considerable distress because it overturns their prior sane notion that their sex made them a boy or girl. But now they're being told that their mind and body may not be aligned, but can be made to align. With hormones and surgery.
0: This scares the crap out of me.
2: Yeah, it really does. It really does. And their teachers, with or without their parents' knowledge or consent, may begin to socially transition them by using gender neutral they, them, or opposite sex pronouns. Many schools now explicitly require this and also forbid you from telling the parents about it. It's unbelievable. Um, there's there's more to this. Uh, what time is it? Um,
0: I actually have more to say on this, but my 10-year-old uh, Henry is here. Hey, Hen. He's over there playing video games. He doesn't have his headphones on, but he can mm-hmm. hear me <laughs> and you. Um, so I just, you know, I got more to say, but...
2: Well, let's uh, reapproach it tomorrow.
0: Yeah, probably be a good idea. Uh, Henry actually mm-hmm. mentioned yesterday, was it, where he said, how come they don't do uh, bring your son to school day or something like that? And I thought... Is that Do they not do that all over the country, or is it just in California they outlawed it, maybe for liability reasons or something like that? So I, he has the day off today, so I thought, come on in, because he said he'd like to watch me work. I'm using my finger quotes now. Mm-hmm. Work.
2: Mm-hmm. This is
0: my work. This is what I do when I work. I stand here and
1: talk.
2: Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> you can't imagine how tired my voice gets. Oh, you know, one more thought on this that I think is perfectly family-friendly. What really bothers me about some of this, saying, uh, does your... Uh, your hobbies and your hopes and your preferred jobs and the rest of it, does it align with your gender? Makes the absolutely obscene suggestion, I say this as the father of two daughters and a son, that one is
0: male and one's female. Yeah, so you're saying that a guy who wants to work at a flower shop, that's wrong. Clearly, you need to be a different gender. What? I thought we
2: did away with that a long time ago. I know, we were at the point that, yeah, effeminate dudes, it's fine, of course, don't hurt anybody, don't hate anybody, because they're different from you, we need poets, we need soldiers. Or beyond that, there's no such thing as an effeminate job, you don't have to be an effeminate
0: dude, because you want to, you know, do flower arrangement, I thought that's where we were.
2: Right, and and you know what's interesting? It's it's a different sort of stupidity from the left, but similar in a way to like Larry Summers getting in so much trouble, saying, "Look, in general, more guys are into STEM fields right. than than girls." He lost. I mean, his that job. is statistically undeniable. He lost his job at Harvard for that. Now we're going further the other direction. But you'd have to be truly stupid to think he meant, in an individual case, therefore, a woman shouldn't be interested in STEM, or she shouldn't pursue the field, or she's really a man. Only a moron would leap to that conclusion, and yet that's the basis of this this horrific gender ideology.
0: Wow! But we both agree we're going to be further down this road in ten years. Huh. So
2: I'm fighting it like crazy. It's wow! My new jihad.
0: Interesting. If you miss an hour of the show, you can get the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Want to do a little more of the autopsy on the election results? <laughs> Those that we have, that's part of the autopsy. Why does it take so dang long to get results?
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
1: Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. The
2: Armstrong and Getty Show. John Fetterman in winning shattered the thickest of all glass ceilings which for centuries has prevented the unapologetically brain damaged from winning statewide election. So John Fetterman is not just a US Senator now, he's a pioneer. And there's nothing the Democratic Party loves, reveres and elevates more quickly than a pioneer. Take a look at the White House Press Secretary. So the question is, given his <laughs> awe-inspiring achievement, how can John Fetterman not be the frontrunner for the Democratic nomination in 2024? We can't control that. We're going to let him and Kamala fight it out. But in the meantime, expect a huge amount of uncomfortable entertainment value from Senator John Fetterman. Savor every moment. Wow. That's uh, snarky. That, that
0: is uh, <laughs> breaking the glass ceiling. The thickest of all glass ceilings
2: that brain damaged people. The couldn't. unapologetically brain damaged. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, but since Tucker mentioned it, the,
0: the it's it, I think when he wrote it and said it, I'm sure the idea of Fetterman running for president was just like, absurd. No, Katie Turr, host on MSNBC, brought it up yesterday.
2: Fetterman, as a nominee at some point for president, um, I know there's some variables, obviously. What he did in the, in the super red, deep red parts of Pennsylvania and the way that he ran ahead of Biden, as you were saying, ran ahead of Trump. I mean, it just makes it makes you wonder about his future. Wow. You will say anything, apparently, because that's absurd. I
0: think she believes it. I, 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 just, I don't even know what to do with politics. I mean, I just I don't even know what to do. Do enough people just not care at all who the candidate is that it's just a different ball game than it used to be? As well, I mentioned, if you that, spout
2: the right rhetoric. you're obviously uh, one of ours.
0: As I mentioned the day before the election, Fetterman, as a Democrat, Herschel Walker as a Republican, wouldn't have been able to stay in the race. Six years ago, eight years ago, certainly growing up as a kid, no way this Mm-mm. guy comes out as he paid for abortions for a couple of women and didn't raise his kids you're done as a Republican. this guy you had a stroke, you never had a job, you're a complete phone you're done nope they uh one of them is a u s Senator the other one might be it just nobody cares anymore, yeah, yeah, and I realize the guy running against Herschel Walker' is no treat either, but um. Uh, and that's how Fetterman won, because Dr. Oz is no treatment. Freaking throwing out the idea of Fetterman, presidential uh, candidate, maybe someday, because he's what? Because he wears a hoodie and he's got a shaved head? Because that's the only thing he's done.
2: <laughs> you know, we've gotten a couple of emails saying, yeah, I brought up what you guys say to a coworker, And they said, no, that's not true. He was the mayor of a town for a long time. Town of 1,700 really people. Things. Yeah, it was like a token $100 a year job. And he, and he didn't show up to the town council meetings. Then he was lieutenant governor, in which you're asked to do very little, and he failed to do that much. The guy is a bum. He's a couch-surfing, over-educated, mommy-and-daddy trustafarian.
0: Google him and his taxes and how he doesn't pay. He believes in big government and all this different stuff, but he doesn't pay his taxes. Google that and read the stories. But um, here's how you know my 10-year-old is no longer in the room. Oh, boy. Uh, me doing this story. Man arrested after masturbating on a JetBlue flight. I wouldn't do this story if my 10-year-old was still sitting right over here. He's now in the office playing Minecraft on his Nintendo Switch because he got bored of listening to his dad on talk radio. Um, so this guy was allegedly uh, working his man on a two-hour flight there. Mm. That's a long time to be in a flight. I mean, you got to do something. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're tired of scrolling through Twitter.
2: I was going to say, I'm not sure the length of the flight really enters into it. Maybe you finished your book. What are you going to do? I've been on one-hour flights. I've been on 14-hour flights. A guy jailed next to me is utterly unacceptable.
0: Crew members were notified about an incident involving potentially inappropriate behavior by a customer and moved passengers sitting away from him so they would feel safe. I don't know if I'd feel unsafe. i would be grossed well, he's out. clearly
2: unhinged.
0: You. Uh, Uh, But in case you were wondering what happens to you if you decide to do this on a long flight, you get bored. um, It's a federal misdemeanor disorderly conduct charge. Well, it's
2: not orderly conduct.
0: (sighs) (sighs) Yeah. That's a seriously disturbed person. Yeah, it is. So back to the uh, and I realize if you're a woman, the feeling you would have about it is completely different. I'd be like, dude, freaking really friggin whack job sorry but probably the wrong yeah. expression well um shoe fits but back to the election because i was wondering about this i took in a lot of punditry in the whole autopsy on the republican side and this question came up and i thought it was a good way to frame it and look at it inflation is real and people are really noticing it in every friggin day, every friggin day. crime is real and people notice it on a regular basis what was the issue that was bigger that inflation or crime for enough people for the Democrats to get over. And I don't know the answer to that, and I don't know if we'll ever really know the answer to that, because exit polling is so flawed, and and, I, and oftentimes I think people vote and they don't even know themselves. Talking mostly about the sort of crowd that goes back and forth, R&D, the, the dug-in crowd, they're not what's swinging elections. Maybe turnout, maybe enthusiasm enough to turn out. But independence went hard for Democrats. I mean, by huge numbers, various places. And that is what pollsters really missed. They thought independence, when they broke, would break Republican because of crime and inflation. And yeah. they broke the other way because of, fill in the blank,
2: abortion. You think that was it? Absolutely, I do. Yeah, there was an exit poll in Pennsylvania, for instance, where bum Fetterman beat quack Oz. Abortion Hi, good night, paper. everybody. Oh, it was the abortion was the biggest <laughs> issue among all voters edging out inflation 36 to 29%. And and I will tell you this and I'm I'm going somewhere with this. I think a lot of people who would have voted for Republicans saw some of the more and I want to use respectful terms here. Um uh, all the way pro-life people. And and I totally respect that point of view. Because if it's a human life, it's a human life. And snuffing out a human life is, in their conception, murder. Um, And I totally respect that point of view. But I think there was a perception that we've got to prevent my state from passing a law I see as extreme. And so I'm going to vote for the Democrats this time among swing voters. And what mystifies me, well, it, hmm, it troubles me. I understand why Republicans have to appeal to the hardcore pro-life crowd. Um, they're an incredibly powerful force, and and their sincerity is, is complete. They mean what they say. Um, at the same time, though, as we've discussed many times, the polling is so consistent over the years, over the decades, between men and women. First trimester, I'm uneasy with it, but I get it. Or first 15 weeks, say. Um Uh, I don't like abortion, but I believe uh, the woman has a right to make a decision about carrying a pregnancy for her. Then second trimester, extremely uncomfortable. And third, everybody agrees, only in wildly rare complications. is an abortion cool? And I just wish Republicans could say... Supreme Court says we gotta figure this out for ourselves in our states, okay? In this state, what we'd like to do is reflect the, the Gallup polling year after year after year, very early in the pregnancy, gals, it's up to you. I may not, I might not like your decision, but it's your decision. And just repeat what I just said earlier. I think that would be an enormously appealing, uh, position, but Republicans either don't believe in that, and again, I can respect that, Or they're so intent on getting the support of the the all-the-way pro-life crowd that won't make that sort of compromise that they're throwing away the chance to win.
0: Yeah, I have so many thoughts on this. I don't know if any of them are interesting. Uh, Jonah Goldberg from the Dispatch has been saying for a long time that both parties seem to be committed to being minority parties, which seems odd, like you wouldn't want to do that. But in the modern fundraising world... Do you really care if you're a House member and you're in the minority as long as you're raising money and going to get reelected over and over again? I don't know.
2: Um, you you would have to have an interest in, in patriotism and accomplishing like legislation. A lot of them don't. They just want their Instagram following to grow.
0: Right, because the purity, whether you're talking about the abortion issue on the right or um, you know some of the giving money to college kids on the left or whatever it is this this not realizing the point of a party is to win elections and get more of what you want than you otherwise will get as opposed to get purely everything you want and both parties being dug in we want to get purely everything we want dooms you to be in a minority party forever
2: but an incredibly well financed one
0: and but 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 you get to stay in office and make lots of money so maybe yeah. they're okay with that so so and you know and i've I've been in that this place various times myself um it was after uh uh Mitt Romney lost some of the belief was you know what it was because he was he was just he was too moderate, he was too milk toast. we need somebody that's more more conservative, and I get that I would like that, but if you can't actually win and actually be the, be the majority, you don't get anything is mm-hmm. the problem right yeah, and
2: that wasn't mitt's problem by the way.
1: No,
0: no, 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 no. But, well, that was some of the autopsy afterwards. I don't, right. don't I think remember. it was accurate. But uh, there, there's somebody famously quoted, and I think we were quoting it before, that I'd rather have, you know, 30 committed conservatives in the Senate than 60 rhinos or whatever. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the 30 committed r- r- conservatives don't get to do anything. See, that's the problem. Or the 30 conservatives. Um, uh, uh, Pure progressives, depending on which side of this you're on. You don't actually get to do anything, is the problem.
2: Yep. I have a little more on the abortion thing. Um... Ballot initiatives in red and blue stakes alike also highlighted the electorate's broad distrust for Republican efforts to curtail abortion. This is from a conservative website. Voters in Republican Kentucky mimicking voters in Republican Kansas this summer roundly defeated a constitutional amendment put forward by pro-life groups that would have made it easier to implement abortion bans already passed by the GOP legislature. Meanwhile, initiatives protecting abortion access outperformed Democrats. In Democratic states like Michigan, California, and Vermont, and may even have given Democratic candidates a tailwind, Michigan Democrats captured full control of state government for the first time in four decades.
0: Yeah, so this gets more to the, I'm, I'm more convinced than ever that this is way more the, of an art than a science. It's such a stew of emotions and thoughts among the swing voter, the independent voter. If you have the exact same ruling, Dobbs ruling on abortion, but you don't have January 6th, what does that do to the flavor of the way you look at the Republican party and how extreme they are and mm-hmm. how much you're worried about where they'll take abortion? For right. instance. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they're all factors. Separating one out and saying that's it is is silly. Yeah. I we
0: know, I, and nobody saw this by the way. Nobody got this right. Remember James Carville and Bernie and all the others they were howling, we've got to stop talking about abortion. What people care about is the economy. Mm, and they were wrong it turns I'm out sorry wrong.
2: I just didn't know you know uh i am reminded of whoever it was who said instead of populism let's try popularism let's let's figure out what people really believe, and if we can if we're fine with it, say hey, this is what we want to get done. I mean like the abortion thing, I think that's a winning, like a gigantic winning formula, and yet you don't see it plus if you don't get enough people from your side to have the
0: majority. You don't get to do anything. Anything. Uh, We got more. We'll finish strong next. That's what we'll do.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Some other
0: races. People are talking about a 25-year-old named Maxwell Frost was elected as the first Gen Z member of Congress. <laughs> yep. He was the only winner to begin a victory speech with, "Well, this look he slaps." Ah, <laughs> oh, those young people in the vernacular. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of news notes to jam in before this show is over. No end in sight for record-setting gun sales. Gun sales this year are on pace to be the third highest in history, behind only twenty and twenty-one, which was in the wake of the George Floyd thing and when the horizon and crime. So people loving buying their guns. I don't know if this is people that already have guns getting more. I'd love to know how many of them are first-time home buyers or gun buyers. That's what I'd like to know.
2: Hmm. I've bought zero guns this year. I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. Maybe I'll go get one.
0: Uh, Elon Musk, in his first communications with Twitter staff, told employees that the economic picture ahead is dire. That's a rough start. Dire, that means good, right? A different... Wow. Maybe billionaire, um, uh, Kanye. Adidas Yeezy shoes out of stores due to Kanye West kerfuffle could come back as early as 23. I didn't click on that story to figure out what that's all about. Do they just have leftovers to get rid of, or...
2: Well, uh, I, I saw a headline to the effect of they were going to use designs that uh, were associated with Yi and uh, go ahead and put them in stores. Okay. Without his name or logo, or I don't know.
0: This headline Biden plans to meet with China's Xi Jinping and discuss how to avoid conflict. President Biden plans to discuss how the U.S. and China can avoid conflict when he meets with the leader next week they'll meet face to face here's the problem and i hope we don't fall for this um he doesn't care if there's a conflict and eight million people die right we care if there's a conflict and 800 people die that's that's very difficult to come to an agreement on conflict when you have those two different views of conflict
2: Yeah, xi jinping will be jabbing his sword at biden searching for a soft spot searching for weakness right And
0: speaking of Joe Biden, he did a press conference yesterday, and somebody asked this moronic question. Can you believe this was an actual question of the President of the United States? Do you think Elon Musk is a threat to national security? Should the U.S. investigate his acquisition of Twitter? Yeah, because Elon Musk owning Twitter is something the President should uh, launch an investigation on, as opposed to Zuckerberg and Facebook and, uh, what's his name, Uh, Bezos and the Washington Post. Those billionaires are fine, because they lean left. Mm -hmm. So does Elon Musk, by the way. Anyway, Biden's response was, I think Elon Musk's relationships with other countries is worthy of being looked at. Whatever that means. (laughs) All right. Yeah,
2: all right. How about your sons? Your son gets paid (laughs) zillions of dollars for no good reason by malevolent foreign governments. What's up with that? Armstrong and Getty, you have disappointed me for the last time. These are your final thoughts. Thank you. Here's your host for final thoughts, Joe Getty. Chilling. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew and a special guest today as well. Michelangelo, will lead us off. Final thought? Uh, Just a quick one. Donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Donate, donate, donate. Yeah, good idea. Go to Jack, oh, I'm sorry, young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, final thought?
0: Yeah, I got my final football picks up on the website now. If you want to keep up with me, I'm going to open up a sub-stack so you can follow along the rest of the season completely free and donate.
2: Wow. Okay. It is lock of the week. <laughs> Jack, a final thought to share. I'm
0: going to pass my final thought over to my fifth-grader 10-year-old, Henry, who's in the studio. Henry, what is your final thought?
2: Well, so... Is your job actually a
1: job? Because to me, you're just talking.
0: Yes. It does look that way. You just it? watch
1: TV. That's true. And talk. There's, a,
2: there's a lot of rigorous article reading.
0: Where's the lie? That's what I said. That's Henry's <laughs> final thought. My final thought is a total for uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Gladys, quick drum roll. Here's your total. As of an right update, now. An update, anyway. Yeah. An update. In total so far $389,000.
2: Oh. So close to 400 grand. So close. And the goal is 500 tomorrow, so hopefully we can get there. To... My final thought was a $1,000 was donated by Sidewind and Cracker Kroger, <laughs> Hornswoggle and Kragger Kroger. And no an generous...
0: Sidewind and Bushwagon, Hornswoggle <laughs> Cracker Kroger, <and> Kroger, Kroger <laughs> is going to roll away. No. Christmas Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Go to armstrongandgetty.com, give generously to this incredible organization that helps our young service people when they need it the most.
0: That never fails to get a laugh out of me. It's perfect. Did Mel Brooks write that? Did he write the gibberish? Because it's
2: so good. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many Sidewinding cracker Kroger, so little time. Go to armstrongandgiddy.com. Get yourself some A&G swag, a swag at shirt or a hat or a, a hoodie or a sports bra or something like that. It's a great Christmas gift for the A&G fan in your life.
0: you, you got to give. We're going to get to a half million dollars by the time we're done tomorrow. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America.
2: The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. What the American people need a break.
1: Let's go, Brandon.
2: <laughs> I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and
3: that brought it down. And we apologize
2: for our stupidity. Yeah, he's a damn idiot. Go away. Get out of here, you moron. You hippie. <laughs> Take your turtleneck and port. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong
1: and Getty.